Hello everybody and welcome back to this week's episode of And In Other News, the podcast where we like to add a smattering of light relief to an otherwise heavy news feed. (laughs) I'm Daisy. And I'm Ellie. And today we are going to bring you one story that is going to make you think hopefully. One story that is going to warm your heart and one story that's a little bit weird and wacky. Should we get started then? Let's go for it. So the first story and this one is going to be, I feel like when I read this it was like, oh surely not, surely not. But it's essentially a shop out to help out scheme has been proposed it's in the air it's it's being talked about it's being thrown around it's being campaigned for so it's essentially the same as eat out to help out so it's monday to wednesday as it was you get 50 percent off if shops less than 10 pounds this one has been proposed a little bit more economically in that it's just for independent shops so you're not having things like mcdonald's doesn't need the help (laughs) with 50 percent off you've got so it's shops that only have less than 10 workers um so yeah very much independent shops of non-essential retail that have obviously been closed but will be opening on april 12th is that not practically really difficult though because surely if you encourage more people to go shopping it's only really going to lead to more queuing yes i think that's potentially part of the issue in the when eat out to help out was really really encouraged everyone was then just like infected and helping out and yeah and and everywhere when it was maybe still at a time when it was supposed to be uh, maybe you should probably still stay indoors and not be eating out but i think they're sort of in a way that a lot of other industries have been really helped out and supported non-essential retail just hasn't been and for a lot of companies that's vital that they need that support independent non-essential retail lost 22 billion pounds in sales in 2020 because of having to obviously not be open and i guess when you're an independent shop that shop is your whole livelihood exactly exactly and it's not so easy for them to just sort of oh we'll just switch to a warehouse and ship loads of items out and just go completely online it's not it's not so simple if you haven't got like masses and masses of products no definitely not and especially because i think with online shopping people myself included tend to take massive advantage of that and just order loads of stuff and send it all back and actually the admin and the manpower you'd need to be able to organize all of that kind of thing with a small business or alternatively not doing that and then having a lot of people just not order from you for fear of not being able to return things or not being able to try them would be terrifying yeah absolutely absolutely you know they've been saying that there is some like sort of pent-up demand of people wanting to go back into in-person stores that they've missed for example one thing that i've literally just completely missed and you don't really have an online alternative is is charity shop shopping yeah very Um, true just all my clothes i'm like oh my god i just need to but yeah but there's not enough of that pent-up demand to make up for an entire year of what has been lost like of course there isn't absolutely not and i feel like a lot of the time with independent shops the kind of things you buy from there are not the kind of things you go searching for online so for example like asos or any of those big online shopping things i'd go on to buy like jeans knowing that i need jeans and going to look for it whereas i'm not going to go and buy like nice scented candles because there's a real craving in me to buy that yeah Um, it's just something that when you see it you're like oh yes yeah (laughs) and that's half the fun of it as well i'm so excited for shops to be open and to go and eat at a rubbish restaurant and then go and get my nails done and go shopping and buy clothes that i don't need oh 
Oh heaven. my god, a full day out in the town. <laughs> this place where you secretly get really angry after like two hours because people are sassing <laughs> you over what clothes you're buying. Oh, I need it. Literally, and your feet hurt. And you, yeah. you've worn a coat, but really from all the walking around, you're actually just sweaty now and you're yeah. carrying too many things. Yeah, and your arms have got little red lines all down them from like having different bags on. And you've bought like yeah. three things in different colours because you tried it on in the dressing room, but you still couldn't decide. Honestly, listen, we like it, I promise. Yeah, no, but you do. I'm craving you do. it. But you do like, it listen. and then you're like, never again. But then you just do it again. Yeah. I also think that there will be a lot of hesitancy to go back to shops. And so I actually think this would be a really great idea idea to bring people out that are perhaps more hesitant and bring them towards independent shops absolutely um, and I guess as long um, as you've got all of the social distancing and everything in place and it's not too different. yeah yeah no absolutely you know they're planning to do you know opening up hospitality and retail with social distancing you know in mind so just having some discounts hopefully wouldn't hinder that too much but one thing that was really interesting that i saw at the bottom of this article is independent shops are at the center of an improved high street that matches the values of a post-pandemic landscape Ooh. so like people specifically in the last year have become really conscious of sort of where things are coming from and are things ethically sourced? Are they environmentally positive? And if you were to have the support given to independent retails, it would kind of take some of the draw away from fast fashion and all of these yeah. massive corporations, bring us into a more, a more positive, improved high street. I can definitely see that though, because this time has been such a time fostering creativity. I know a million and one people that have started Etsy shops and all of that kind of thing. And you can see how that would be reflected in the high street where people are bringing those businesses out into the real world. Because ultimately that's what you want, isn't it? You don't want to just hear everything online. It makes it a bit soulless and actually independent shops are the furthest thing from that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Are you very good at shopping independent? I My New Year's resolution this year was no fast fashion. So like all my Christmas presents and birthday presents for people, things to do with businesses that needed help so for example I got my sister like theatre vouchers because obviously they were in trouble my little sister's birthday presents were from Depop rather yeah so things like that how about you I've been really good at buying like gifts off Etsy and that kind of thing where there's lots of little shops because I actually find that they're a bit more meaningful as well you can get someone something from Amazon but at the end of the day it's probably just going to be a pack of highlighters or some printer ink like it's not going to be anything particularly exciting (laughs) and Etsy's so lovely when you order something and literally is like handwritten from the seller being like thank you so much for supporting my business receiving your order made my day like they it genuinely is really lovely I think from both ends like you getting that note knowing you've done that them having your support it's it's a win-win shop small gang shop small yes that's the that's the takeaway from today And in other news, this week's heartwarming story is one that I saw in The Telegraph by Greg Dickinson. And it is about him and eight, and he describes them himself as nautically inept friends, who instead of spending seven or eight hundred pounds on a week in Ibiza, they all clubbed together and bought an old boat. And what I loved about this story was that it was so different and it was really lovely the way that it described them all coming together. 
all of them a little bit useless and how they gradually learned to use this boat and how it's the forefront of all of their social reunions and how they've had all these adventures on the Thames the real community spirit that comes with boating and with fixing one another's boats and seeing one another as you pass each other and I also loved just the character of it I thought it was such a well written piece and he talks a lot about the boat he describes her as a her just the whole thing just kind of made me oh it was so you know I hate wholesome I hate wholesome but it was has to be there was one really nice little bit that it was like if she had an online dating profile it would tell you she's 35 years old and Dutch but it wouldn't tell you she's got a croaking old engine for a motor she stinks of cigarettes and she leaks inexplicably from her backside and you'd be forgiven for swiping left but it was just such a oh (laughs) so funny yeah what an incredible idea I want to do it literally things like that are just it's like oh my god why didn't I think of that can barely manoeuvre a kayak let alone an actual boat so we're both in London I think it'd be an amazing way to see the city from the Thames and from your own little boat it would just be an alternative way of looking at it because I found a lot during Covid and stuff everybody says oh it's been so weird seeing more of London on foot realising how close everything is and it does just give you a whole different perspective on things so I think it would be terrifying but lovely in equal measure yeah (laughs) yeah I feel like you'd have to have some sort of prior boat knowledge Mm. or at least do a lot of your research beforehand I'd be like Joey from Friends that actually just ends (laughs) up taking beers and sandwiches and just going and sitting out on the boat that would be me 100% that is correct that is correct I'd be doing the most pretending to help but actually Mm. just sunbathing I wouldn't be mad about it either you know it would be a good time I just think it's nice when people come together over like a common interest rather than just going to the pub. It gives you something completely different and that's kind of something that they'll have together and carry forward with them. And they were talking about how obviously in lockdown, normally with boats you have to move them every so often, but that was all stopped. And so how their boat got left and how then they came back to it, almost it went with the reopening that they were then allowed back on their boat and then they weren't. And so it was nice that they always had the boat to come back to. Yeah, oh my God. (laughs) once again making me emotional it's like little women or something like they've yeah literally they've got this boat that they're just gonna always have and they can just be like oh guys fancy a day on the boat just all me oh i forgot the boat wait what is it from home wait mother boats 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 (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah also the boat was called ripple which i thought was really cute it was like a dog name or something yes or like a chocolate bar like ripple of the water oh that's such a cute name yeah if you had a boat what would you name it what would you name her sorry should I be doing it if I if I had a boat I don't know I think I'd have to spend a really long time thinking of an absolutely terrible pun for it which (laughs) I can't do now what thing that really angered me this week actually this is off topic but um there was that show and it was called seaspiracy instead of conspiracy and it's really bothered me so as long as my boat name was nothing like that I would be all right. <laughs> what about yours? I don't know. I'd maybe just name it after myself so that when I'm gone, my boat can live on, you know? You could call but... it the day C. Oh my, you've done it. That's perfect. That's, We've got nothing more up. to say here. <laughs> you've cracked it. I've nailed it. <laughs> you are on the ball. And in other news, here's a story that's a little bit weird and wacky that 
stems from a story that probably won't have escaped your attention this week. The boat that got stuck in the Suez Canal. But this story is not about the story itself. It's about how much everyone memed the hell out of this boat. So a couple of deets. Being held up by this little uh, situation was £1.7 million worth of furniture. What? I think it's designer furniture. Some live animals. Hello. Yeah. Obviously a lot of oil. And most randomly, some cereal. Uh, when I say some cereal, it was a lot of cereal. A lot of cereal was being held up. Also, point of reference that I didn't know before, the boat was as long as the Empire State Building is high. What? Yeah. 400 metres, it says. Is it that? It's a big old boat. Yeah. And through that canal, where I'm now just spitting facts, 12% of global trade navigates through that canal and to be honest most of us hadn't even heard of it until this week or had only very vaguely heard of it before i definitely only heard of it a few times which just goes to show doesn't it like i remember when i first heard this story on the news and i was like what that'll blow over in a day yeah no took a good took a good few days which gave everyone plenty of time to so some of my faves so there's a picture of like this digger next to the massive boat and it, everyone was memeing that they were like <laughs> my motivation to do work as the digger and then the massive boat as any minuscule distraction which so valid especially in these times mm-hmm. they had ross from friends doing pivot <laughs> with the boat but the best one was you may make mistake but at least they're usually not we can see your mistake from space, perhaps. <laughs> I saw one yeah. that's like, you know, from Gavin and Stacey, one of the characters that like, Big Fat Sue, Big Fat Sue, and they changed it to Big Fat Swears. Oh. <laughs> I also liked the one where the big crushing boat was my mental health and the tiny digger was breathing exercises. Yes! Yes, there were just so many in that realm and it was just honestly so true. Stuff When stuff like this happens, it does make me love people. Yeah. Like, to recognise there are funny people out there. Literally, the thing that I took from this story was just everyone on the internet just really knows to have a, make a laugh out of a crazy situation. And I saw something that was like, it's so refreshing getting world news that isn't an immediate threat to anyone's life. This is what world news should be. A big old boat that got stuck in a canal and now a sizable chunk of world trade has gone to a halt. Wonderful. This cost me nothing. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. You forget how completely leak the news has been for the past like mm. year. So when something like this previously probably would have been quite heavy news and a lot of people would have been really panicking. And I'm sure are. Don't get me yes, wrong. Like, yeah, obviously it's a highly stressful situation, but it is nice that it's not yeah. going to pose an immediate danger to your life. Yeah. And the fact that it's global as well, yeah. all of the sort of global news we've had has obviously been pandemic related. This was not funny enough caused by a virus. This was just some, some high winds. Exactly. I enjoy this. This is like people rallying together like they did at the time of Boaty McBoatface. The Bernie meme. The what? The, <laughs> the Bernie Sanders meme. Yes, yes. Well, absolutely a mood. And it's a meme that I understand because a lot of yeah. things now are just on TikTok and I am too old and confused <laughs> for a lot of TikTok. Yeah. A lot of it escapes me. So this <laughs> one was thoroughly enjoyable for me and my aged brain. Yes. It's one for all ages. Fun for all the family. Universal meme. <laughs> now we're going to start selling the podcast. Fun for everybody. Fun for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> 
thank you for listening to another week of and in other news we hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and hope you join us again for next week and if you have enjoyed this week's plethora of boat related content do feel free to subscribe to be notified when we next post and we'll see you next week bye bye Ooh. Guys, can you be quiet? Thanks. Sorry. <laughs>